This is so fascinating to me is that there are so many songs written about this. So you've got Silent oh, Lucidity, absolutely. you've got Dreamweaver, These Dreams, Over the Mountain. I mean, there's probably even more than that. You know, when songwriters are writing these so powerful songs about this phenomenon, you have to wonder why, why, you know, this must be. Uh, this must be uh, uh, something very profound that people experience to write songs about it. Oh, I love to bring out, um, you know, songs that people aren't aware of. Like, for instance, Dan Fogel wrote an album track called Nexus. Now, listen to these lyrics. Across the vein of night, there cuts a path of searing light, burning like a beacon on the edges of our sight. At the point of total darkness, at the light's divine divide, a soul can let its shadow stretch and land on either side. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, this is the answer. This it's, is definitely it's hidden, the answer. Although, you know, even in the works of Yes, you'll find it all throughout Yes's works in the early 70s. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Kansas, you know, uh it's all over. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, that is so amazing to me. I mean, I actually, that was the first time as a kid that I heard about anybody talking about it at all. Believe it or not, it was in a, in an unlikely place. Uh, heart, these dreams, of course. And then, uh-huh. uh, and then I heard Ozzy's uh, over the mountain and I thought, wait a minute, what did he say? And I went and I look up the lyrics and back then you had to go to the album, you know, so I run right? to my record and I pull out my record what is he talking about what in the that's what i've been doing in the middle of the night oh my god so i got these goosebumps you know uh and and what i found and the reason i thought i'd maybe suggest this to folks is because if you do this and again i'm no kind of expert like you are uh but if you do this you will find effects from this leaking and now finding them coming into your waking life and and the changes and the things that end up happening there are are so incredible and and effortless in a way that self-help books are not uh self-help books kind of make us really do a lot of work grueling work on yourself and it's very vague uh, and I come back from out-of-body experiences back into this world, and I find it so much easier to navigate this world, to make things happen that you want to make happen. So as our distinguished expert this evening, um, <laughs> could you maybe tell us how how can we use the out-of-body experience uh, to alter our waking reality? Well, you know, just going on what you were just talking about there, I just have to expand on that because, you know, uh, for all our creatives out there, I've got to say, you know, one of the places that a lot of my readers send me emails about that I visited and written about a little bit here and there is the Warehouse of Unfulfilled Dreams, which is where songs are stashed, which are where paintings are kept, which are books that are left unwritten are still waiting for those who have not yet brought them into being. You know, so this is where we can go in the spiritual realm and the things that we have yet to do, we can still bring it into being. And then we have to remind our scientists 
and our other people with different types of gifts, our medical people, our mathematicians, our broadcasters, you know, all of our people have different types of gifts and there is a spiritual counterpart to those gifts and we bring those gifts from the spiritual into this realm and we can bring the higher um, the higher octave of that gift into its higher expression and so whatever we might be expressing here if we feel like we're kind of stagnant if we feel like we're not fulfilling that fully part of what we might be missing is that we're not we're not bringing into physical manifestation the fullness of it which would require that we merge the physical with the spiritual and so ironically you hear a song like what you just played with the silent lucidity Mm. And what is he touching into, you know, um, whether the writer of the song is aware of it or not, I personally think they probably are. <laughs> oh, yeah, he seems very clearly in touch, <laughs> in touch with the source. So they're bringing stuff in from there's there's a process that's coming in no different than what I'm doing. It's just a different a different genre, a different means. It's musical and it's. Uh, coming in this way and so just wanted to bring that in because people are home and they're they're looking at their hobbies and their other gifts their artistic gifts and their talents and people are also looking at their work and seeing where it might be lacking and this is where we can actually bring in the higher expression of our passion of what it is that we really want to do but um going further with that which is how do we make this place a better world you know um i was featured in a documentary called the road to armageddon which is featured at the website outofbodytravel.org you can watch that for free and um one of the one of the uh, people that spoke on the documentary was Pastor Howard Storm. A lot of people know about him. He what was a, a near- name. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. He was wow. a near-death experiencer, and he had a near-death experience that took him to hell. And then he, um, then he was taken to the other side of that experience, and he had a complete change of life. But he has this beautiful uh, part of his experience where he's talking to Christ and Christ tells him, and I I will apologize ahead of time if I get any part of this wrong because I don't have it in front of me. But <laughs> Oh, it's, I'm sure but you'll be close. Beautiful experience that he had, you know, where Christ tells him, I want you to go back and change the world. And Pastor Storm says, me? <laughs> you know, right, like all- yeah. I can relate to that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and um, and he said that Jesus looks at him and is kind of like, not just you, dummy. You know, the the way he says it is hilarious. (laughs) And he says, there's millions of you. You know, I've got the angels. I've got millions of people out there, you know. And and what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to get out here is that we we don't realize that each one of us has been sent here to save the world in a little way that we're not aware of. He, so Jesus tells him to go back and to love, to care about other people. Mm-hmm. And it's the little acts that we do. Um, 
And so we want to start there. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 I've heard that a million times. But this really is the the place that we have to start. And that's what people are seeing with the uh, experience of the pandemic, that it's a simple smile. Mother Teresa spoke about that a lot. Sometimes you start with a smile, mm-hmm. you know. You start with a smile, you start with a wave at your neighbor six feet or <laughs> 60 feet away, you know what I mean, <laughs> right sure. now during the pandemic, you know, so it's the little things, whether all these little acts of kindness that people are being inspired to do, that's coming from within. There is this spiritual impetus that is now having this opportunity to come down from the spirit into souls who are being willing to receive and that is important as well because that's simple and you know we don't want people to think oh if I don't have an out-of-body experience I can't actually put this in motion everyone can put this in motion right now and start there but with out-of-body travel how does out-of-body travel actually change it it's it's so huge but it's also so simple because what it is is that When we go into the out-of-body travel states, can you imagine, as you mentioned earlier, if half of the world that's in quarantine actually started seeking out this purification pathway? Let's say half of humanity just jumped on board of, gee, I get it. This is why I am here. This is the purpose of the mortal realms that I am to do this purification of the good and evil within myself and I'm going to go after it. And then by, you know, by thus doing, I am creating this energetic flux from within my soul that moves outward. It comes out, it's almost like the blooming of a flower coming from, can you imagine, like from the center of the stomach, the gut, like where, you know, you're is yes. kind of like a daisy in bloom you know mm-hmm. if if we imagine that that's the kind of energy one is creating by saying yes rather than no which closes that flower we're opening it then what we are doing is we are opening the potential of this realm to a higher angelic thrust you know years ago like um in the in the 90s, I think it was, I had um, an experience. It was after the riots in L.A. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was intense. It was. <laughs> oh, we thought the world was coming apart back then, too. Sure did, you know, and... Um, Nowadays, it almost seems like so so small in comparison, you know, to some of the things we've seen since. But um, but that was a big thing. And um, after that happened, I was taken to observe what's called um, an energetic um, construct. So, like, what we see in energy in the out-of-body travel state is when something happens on the ground, and what we're seeing right now is a destruct operation. So that means that there is a destruction operation taking place on the ground. And at that time, it was a destruct operation. There was all this violence. A lot of people got killed. A lot of people got hurt. There was a lot of fires, a lot of looting. And it took like 60 days or something around there, you know. And when it finally calmed down, the angelic realm came over L.A., And there was, you know, a conglomeration of angels and they allowed me to watch because then there is 
the correlating construct, which is created by God and the angels, which is to rebuild after the destruction has occurred and to give that place the opportunity to re-energize into something greater, something that's going to move towards the positive pole of creation rather than towards the darkness. So when we see something is going towards the dark destructive cycle, Mm -hmm. that's going to, you know, that's going to, uh, I guess the way you'd put it, it's kind of like a fizzling out, you know. And what we're seeing here with the virus is, a similar type of destruct operation. As we, as individuals, rather than saying no and being obstinate or whatever, but rather than doing that, we sit back and we say, yes, I trust God. God knows better than me. I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to say yes to God, even though it's a little bit uncomfortable because I don't know exactly what I'm saying yes to Mm -hmm. and that you're surrendering you're allowing that energy to come in and you are beginning that process and thus as the out-of-body travel process if you are allowing that to come in you're going to start the purification pathway and as you bring that energy and you're opening that little daisy flower (laughs) which is the the internal yes and the internal transformations that begin um, you are altering the potential of this realm now um, one of the things this is hard to put into words so I'm going to try okay it's okay (laughs) you know a lot of mystics including myself have been seeing a lot of things uh, starting in the early 90s through now Mm -hmm. about the times we're starting to enter into now And, you know, there have also been um, mystics who have seen this time long before. And, um, you know, there have been uh, mentions of this time in the prophecies of the popes. And even Pope John XXIII had prophecies regarding this same time. And I, um, I only found out about that part of it recently. But in the early 90s, I was shown that 2026 to 2030 would be the vital years that are coming, which would determine which direction our planet will go, whether it will go towards a construct or a destruct. Oh, oh. And so, yeah, so it's really important. And so what happens here and then what happens as we continue to move towards 2026 to 2030 will be pivotal in then determining somewhere around that 2030 mark Are we going forward or are we going backwards? And interestingly, in the prophecy of the popes, they had the dates 2027 to 2033, and Pope John the 23rd had the date of 2033 would be the pivotal date. There are also prophecies of the three days of darkness that were coming from Garabandal and St. Padre Pio that had to do with the same time frame. And I've heard from many of our readers who are having these visions over the last year, just like you mentioned, about people feeling this, these events coming on. Mm-hmm. And so people are feeling the rumblings of something not being right in the energy field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I so- feel it. 
Yes. And what can we individually do? It's through out-of-body travel is that we go ahead and say, yes, I'm going to take this journey. I understand now that it's, you know, it seems real simple or simplistic, but the reality is when we are born into a mortal realm, it has a real simple purpose. We're here for a purification path. It's a karmic purification has to do with this um, this uh, good and evil within ourselves because in order for us to actually move on, you know, Paramahamsa and Yogananda talked about this in the sense of in order mo- to move on to the astral planets. You know, um, in uh, some of the religions, they talk about it in terms of moving on to the heavenly realms. In order to move on to the next level is, you know, what I'm talking about here. We have to purify of the elements. Okay. Now, I understand that on the spiritual level, but, I mean, just a thought. If, if, I mean, and you can tell me if I'm off the mark. Sure. Uh, But going into the heavenly realms, could that also translate as humanity exploring space? Well, that's us. I think that's something that very well likely will happen as well. But the, um, in terms of the cycle of the soul mm-hmm. and the cycle of humanity, the soul cycle from, you know, when you look at, this is hard to put, um, there is, the experience that we have as physical beings, it would be like, if you look at a circle, mm-hmm. which represents kind of like the world, and this is something the angels showed me, it's really hard to put into words, but the bottom half would represent our physical existence, okay. the bottom half of the circle. The upper half represents the spiritual existence of which most of us are not aware because we do have that spiritual existence going on. It's just that many of us are unconscious of it. So, um, you know, when most people will uh, go to sleep at night or whatever, there is something going on, but it's going to click out. You know, when they wake up, um, it's like a switch. And so these things are happening, but they're having trouble connecting these two worlds. And in order for us to actually proceed to bring those elements together and in order to bring this planet to go to um, move forward and for us to individually move forward as souls, we have to bring those together. And that's that's what okay. that's part of what out of body travel does. Yes. It oh, it does. Elements together. Yeah. We we can't really we can't really achieve what we have to spiritually if we remain separated so so drastically from the spiritual element of our existence. And so a huge part of what we need to achieve and it's interesting you mentioned this uh uh, other gentleman, Albert Taylor, yeah. and him realizing how important this is. This yes. is partly why, because it without this link up, we may very well not only, well, each of us individually, you know, there are so many of us who end up, we waste so much time and then we, we run out of time here and then we realize, oh, I didn't do any of the work that goes towards that the actual work for which I incarnated, which was bringing the spirit and the physical soul together. 
so that I could do this purification process, which is what I need to do in order to ascend beyond this level of evil evolution. And so here I go again. So it's a lot of redos, redos, redos. Mm. But it also comes up to where this will affect us on a planetary level because of the time that we're in. And we have a real serious uh there's a very likely chance that we will not go forward in th- 2030. You know, we have to remember evil can win. It's it's a real battle. It's not a fake battle. Evil can win. Um, if we sit still, if we don't do the work, if we um, – if we uh, – and, and, you know, this is kind of what all of this is showing us. This is what happens when we ignore. Oh, oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, you are right, isn't it? We ignore it. And here we are in this situation. It seems like everything is going wrong all around us. And, and we're making sort of stopgap measures to try and help the situation. And we're going, gosh, how did we get here? We got here in this place by being these two things being separated. And don't even worry about it. You did a fantastic job of, of explaining something that truly is difficult to put into words. Um, we got Thanks. It's hard. Yeah. I, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you going, wow, you're, yeah. Yes, you're right on on point with that. All of that. Um, so we got to head to another break right now, but uh, we can continue this when we come back. And we're getting close to the time that we can start taking phone calls also from the audience. And I should take a look at my looking glass here. There's a lot of messages from the the audience in there too. So. I'm really, really enjoying this. We're starting, we're getting somewhere with Marilyn Hughes tonight. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, this is just a conversation that is supposed to happen. It could be that simple. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Overly Loud Car Stereo Guy. Thoughtfully, you share your love for music with your passengers, with surrounding cars, and with the entire Northern Hemisphere. You're welcome, Nova Scotia. You can hear thumping bass. You can hear crisp treble. The only thing you can't hear, yourself think. I think it could be louder. Because everyone knows you need 40,000 watts of power when your speakers are nine inches from your face. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, though, Baron of the Bass, because you'll always be music to our bleeding ears. Bud Light Beer at Isaac St. Louis, Missouri. Northern Tool and Equipment. My girlfriend has given me a pet name. I'm afraid to ask. Snuggle Muffin. No, it isn't. And she uses it in public. Okay, so give your girlfriend a pet name she'll hate, like uh, Thunder Chunky. I couldn't do that. I see. Too harsh for Snuggle Muffin. Okay. Drown her out with a 200-mile-per-hour cordless leaf blower. Got it. Here she comes. Hey, Snuggle Muffin. What are you doing, Snuggle Snuggle. I am so out of here. Wait. Come back, Thunder Chunky. There's no problem a little horsepower can't solve. Northern Tool and Equipment. 
Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. AncientLifeOil.com. For your CBD needs, just remember, AncientLifeOil.com. What does it do for the body, you ask? I can't say you do the people in the suits that run the industry. Big Pharma is all over CBD because of its H-E, well, you know what I mean. Research the benefits of CBD on Google and come back to AncientLifeOil.com and purchase your CBD today. Non-GMO and all organic. You don't want to be using a petroleum product. You want to be using the cleanest CBD product on the market, ancientlifeoil.com. We even have CBD for your pet. Help your pet's discomfort. Help your discomfort. Log on to ancientlifeoil.com. That's ancientlifeoil.com. Newly reduced prices to pass off the savings to the most important person, you, ancientlifeoil.com. And one more thing, we have topicals too. So if you have joint pain and some different issues that are going on in your body, you might want to use a topical. Think about it. AncientLifeOil.com. There's a new phone book in Greater Dallas called the Everything Pages Directory from GTE. It's got a big blue and white GTE on the cover, and it's so easy to use, a four-year-old can use it. To prove it, we've got a four-year-old right here in our studio. Hi. Hello. Now, we need you to find the new mall guide, the new auto guide, and the coupons in the Everything Pages. Okay. While you're looking, I'm going to tell the folks how I got into radio. Mister. It all started when I was a child. Mister. I remember... Mister. Yes? I found the auto guide, the mall guide, and the coupons. Oh, well, then look up steel processing. What? I remember I used to read Mister. the news into an Mister. empty soup can in my mind. GTE. It's amazing what we can do together. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's a great way to get through if you can't get through on the phone lines. That's really a good way to get your comment or your question added to the show because this show is not just a me thing or a me and our guest thing. It's a me and all of you type of a thing. It just doesn't work without you guys. Uh, and so I hope you've turned up your radio or your listening device, right? Welcome back, Marilyn. Again, forgive me for my uh, rock and roll. but um, No problem. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know he never played that song, but I really don't think he would have minded about I think it would have given me a little leeway on, on that particular one there. So it brings me to uh, a kind of a fun question for you. Um, you know, my audience out there knows that, oh, for the last several days, we're pretty sure that I've come down with uh, the the dreaded virus. And uh, what I have found is the passion for what I do has enabled me uh, to overcome how bad I feel. And I was wondering to ask you about this. Uh, why is it that when we are lined up with what our passion is, we're we're just about invincible? What is what is it? Can you explain that to us? Is that when the spiritual and the physical are are lined up or connected or you know what is that about when you're when you finally lock in to your passion and you start doing that thing even when it feels crazy 
there you are doing it and you just feel so alive. Uh, what is that? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, when we, when we do lock into our destiny, our destiny does have a tendency to protect us. But, you know, then when, when that time, you know, when the time comes when, for that to be, you know, when our time is up, then, you know, then, 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 you know, then we go too. But, you know, <laughs> but up until that time, you know, our destiny does protect us. I mean, I've definitely experienced a lot of, uh, that kind of stuff of, of just protection when, uh, when, you know, least expect it. And, um, and I do think that, um, when you when you touch into your destiny you don't um you're just more uh you know you're you're able to ride it more you ride through things more cuz you kind of trust the journey and you're like you know okay uh you know that uh everything can be a part of it as well as uh fuel it um, you know, ironically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God well, uses everything, you know, he uses everything. So somehow he's going to use this with you as well, you know. And so, you you know, on some level, you're probably, you know, touching into that. It energizes us in some well, way. And I want everybody to feel that. I mean, everybody, like we've been talking about, everybody has different gifts uh, to add to the collective, uh, all of us that right. are moving forward mm-hmm. into this strange time that we're all living in. And I want everybody to, to find that thing that is their passion, their drive, their purpose. Uh, and I want everybody right. to feel that, that electricity of being connected to that. Yeah. And, um, I think that's, that's, really important i also think it's really important to um to just put out to those who who are in a situation you know i'm on the east coast right now and to those who are in a situation where things might look more dire that you know we are going to be seeing some people crossing over and um and to uh give a, a give a you know give the um strength to those who might be facing that that you know whatever path you might be facing right now with this pandemic whether you're dealing with um your own crossing over or losing someone yourself or just being really really sick or you don't know um just remember that whatever god chooses for you will be the most beautiful path for you even death is the most beautiful path i've had near-death experiences myself and so i don't say that lightly oh wow you have gosh you have been in touch with it then yes so i don't say that to minimize what people are going through you know i say that to let people know that god god knows and he's already got it under control he's going to be there oh and he you know? whatever that higher power is I, i'm not gonna even pretend like i understand it uh i'm, yeah. I'm just your friendly local neighborhood witch i'm not even a catholic uh, <laughs> you know i you know, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that people don't know about um, I talked about in one of my first books about the disaster crew. This is a little different than what I experienced with the normal disaster crews. But, you know, when you have s- scenes of mass um, death, 
um, you have literally hordes of angelic guardians that are brought in to help people cross over. So I want people to know that they're not going to be left alone with that process. You know, there's probably people out there that are worried about that. But this is something that the heavens prepare for as well. And, you know, this is something I've been reading a little bit about, probably in a different source. There's this um, uh, magical work out there. It's called the Abramalan. And it deals a lot with uh, your holy guardian angel. Mm -hmm. And it's made it clear to me that we all have this. We can all get right. in touch with this. Even somebody like me uh, can get in touch with that. And, uh, and, and for people to hear that from you and to hear that you could get involved with out-of-body travel and perhaps make a connection with these angels, uh, make a connection with uh, spirit guides or ascended masters or something like that, um, that they are there and they're, they are looking out for us and they care about our souls for some reason. They really, really do. You know, it, we often feel so alone when it comes to a disaster like this, when it comes to, you know, I, I lost somebody and I wouldn't wish that on anyone, not on anyone. I always say to people now, you know, I hope you never lose someone who is special to you. Uh, because it's going to be the toughest journey you ever face. And to yeah. know that you're not alone if you still yourself and still your mind and say yes. I love that, the way you put that. Just say yes. It opens you right up. And then try to get in touch with it. If, I find if I just listen, just be quiet and listen, you will you will start to feel these presences around you is is i mean is it more complicated than that is it more involved than that i mean teach us what you not know. you know not really you know and especially for those who might be nearing death a lot of times that veil thins out for them you know and what we're what we're seeing here in new york and new jersey and up here on the east coast a lot of people are you know dying alone and so a lot of people might be listening um who are facing that and it's important to know that um uh the moment uh, the moment the crossing occurs, there will be a crowd there waiting for you. Whoever's crossed over before you of all your loved ones, your friends, and, um, you know, the, the special, the special guardians, guardian angels, and whoever is, is coming to give you special assistance. You know, it's, um, it's really important that everyone knows that really, and this is something I wrote about in some of my books about how no one really dies alone, that no one really does. Um, and, and that's important for those who might be facing that, you oh, know. absolutely. And then when you lose somebody, right. as incredibly painful as that can be, and there is no answer really to death, but one of the things that I have held on to that's kept me going uh, through the grief is, um, I guess, I don't know, it might sound a little woo-woo to say this, but a message, I guess, that I received is that we will see that person again. 
We will see that person again one Absolutely. day. Absolutely, yes, but not yet, as they said in the Gladiator, and, <laughs> which I love that line. <laughs> uh, but you know, I wrote a book called "The Limb of the Redemption," which you can download for free as well, which talks a lot about the after-death journey, and a lot of it covered the the um, afterlife experiences that I had with my mother after she passed, but it was also of many others and. Um, uh, yes, we absolutely do. We absolutely do. And, um, yeah, yeah it, it's been the one thing that sort of held me together, uh, is, is that, that message, that thought. And when it, it came, you know, as most things do in a moment where you're probably doing something else, I was doing something else, thinking about something else and here this comes and, and it just struck me like a, like a two tons of bricks and, and for some reason, it just felt so true. Uh, don't you worry. You know, we'll see each other again someday. You hang on. And that yes, can be will. a difficult thing uh, when you're losing somebody. It's it's very, very difficult. And here now, we're just, I said this the other night. God, you know, I love life. It's difficult with all its challenges and everything, but I love life. And, you know, we're just surrounded by so much death. We're losing so many people, musicians, doctors, writers, you know, so many people out there that cannot now contribute to the world. But maybe if we can use out-of-body travel to communicate with them, you know, discarnate, but we can communicate with them, I believe, I fully believe that we can and uh, and then they're not exactly all the way gone. Right. And, you know, also for those who are losing people, because um, most of these people who are losing people are not allowed to be with their loved ones. Yes. You know, it's very important to know, like um, what I'm experiencing in the out-of-body travel realms is, you know, where we are and many, many souls are being called to work with those who are crossing over. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of that. And there is a lot of work that's going on in terms of the alterations to the realm that's coming from just what this whole pandemic is uh, energetically uh, creating to the realm. So there's a lot of work that's going on that people may not see, but people are receiving assistance in their crossing over. And, you know, one thing, just because you mentioned that you are a witch I just wanted to also mention, we are all going to see each other again, regardless of what our religion or faith or whatever we might practice here. You know, the the uh, the uh, limitations that these things place upon us in this world do not do that in the next. You know, yeah. who, yes. who we are as souls is not limited in that way in the next. It's our love and it's our um, it's the the bonds that unite us, which is our love. Um, so these things, uh, you know, because I, I receive so many emails, people get so worried when they lose someone they love and, you know, uh, someone they love doesn't have the same beliefs that they have or something else. And it's so important. I've seen such beautiful things of how how. Uh, so many different types of belief systems and how people are taken through the the crossing over process and uh, even those who believe nothing at all who are gently guided into understanding the spirit world so that they uh, uh, you know gradually are able to adjust 
to their new status. You know, we need to remember one of the things that um, St. Faustina, she was a saint in the 1930s, and she brought about, and I, uh, I hope you don't mind because I understand you're not Catholic, <laughs> just bringing it up, it's just a random, but she brought about the Divine Mercy um, uh, devotion, which ironically is relevant right now just because Easter Sunday comes up this Sunday, and the following week is the Divine Mercy uh, weekend for the the Catholics all around the world. And um, what Jesus told St. Faustina in the Divine Mercy devotion was that mercy is God's greatest attribute. And I, 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 I would like to believe that people of all faiths believe that and know that. Well, you know, we, we all have different belief systems, but those belief right. systems, they still have their, their code of ethics. And I believe that there are many, many roads to the same source. It all yes. leads to the same source. My near-death experience took me to the same source that it would take anybody to. Uh, exactly. and, and I learned so much from that that, you know, really – uh it it's it's difficult to know that great unknowable uh, right. but you can touch it and then you realize wow wait a minute this really is this is for everybody you have a heartbeat and you have a soul within you this other source is where we came from that's why it's called the source uh let's try this i don't know we have not that much time before the break but let's try this uh on the phone and it looks like somebody called in on a roswell line for some reason but on oh. the phone you're <laughs> on the air with marilyn hughes and welcome to the show Hello, you're on the air on the phone. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, you're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Hi, that's me. It just might be. I don't know. Going once. If you have a question, <laughs> I you know we're we're happy to hear from you. Hi, Heather. I didn't know I was on the Roswell lines. How are you? Well, that's quite all right. Doing pretty good. Are you on speakerphone there? Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, take that, take that off. Can of the you hear me? Speakerphone. We can. We do. <laughs> we do read you, Houston. Oh, you sound a little bit better there now. <laughs> uh, hi, Marilyn and Heather. It's Miller from San Diego. Uh-huh. Hi, well, welcome to the show. And remember, now we don't use bad language on the air. Uh, I didn't know I was calling on the uh, Roswell line, uh, but Heather, uh, it's Miller, San Diego. How are you been? Doing pretty good. Welcome to the show. Do you have a, a question for Marilyn Hughes this evening? Yeah. Uh, Marilyn, uh, I had yeah. an out-of-body experience when I was uh, 12 in 84, and okay. uh, it pretty much gave me uh, a perspective of everything, you know, and it told me the secret of life and what am I supposed to do in the future and all this stuff. And um, I just wanted to bring it up to you. If you can tell me what it meant, is that okay if I can ask you? Sure. Yes, yes, no, absolutely. Uh, Marilyn, can we can we help Miller sure. out with that? Yeah, tell me what you, what you <laughs> saw. So... Uh, I, you know, I, it, the out-of-body experience was like 13 hours, and oh, wow. I met my angels, 
Yeah, and they told me uh, the future and the past, and they showed me a screen. And I wanted to talk to Heather about this for a long time. Uh, but they showed me, uh, they told me not to go to a wedding uh, because I was going to get shot in the future in 2019. And this was when I was a kid. Okay. And they said, do not wear black pants and don't wear a shirt because you're going to get shot. And I've been avoiding a wedding for the last 20 years. And, 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 and it's been really strange. What, what do you think about that? Do you think they could predict the future? Well, that's def- that definitely can happen. It's interesting that it would happen that far in advance, but um, you never know, you know. Um, definitely what you can have is uh, I've seen situations where people get predictions of their death. It's usually more uh, current, like, you know, in the next week or two or the next few days or something like that. And part of the reason that will happen is because you can see it coming down from management where it's where it's forming in the energy for the thoughts, actions of some other person. But this might have been something where uh, it could have been something that was known on a soul level karmically that may have been uh, coming in that uh, could have been a warning. And obviously it was very clearly given to you because you've remembered it all this time. Um, but the good news is it sounds like you got through 2019. So, um, yeah, gosh, if I got a prediction like that, I'd be pretty scared. (laughs) I'd be so terrified. Okay. Just, we're just going to stay indoors and then nothing could happen if I just don't go out of the house and no weddings at all. And if somebody invited me to a wedding, I'd be terrified. I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I don't think I'm supposed to be doing that. I hope you guys have a nice life. (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, you know, the whole subject of predictions in this realm is very interesting, um, but we do need to head to another break here. Thank you very much for the call. Uh, and, uh, and hey, Marilyn Hughes is with us tonight to answer your questions about this spiritual revolution we are all experiencing right now. Your questions about out-of-body travel, astral travel, reincarnation she can talk about uh, the near-death experience very profound experience a person could have do you have questions about any of these things have you had experiences in any of these areas well your moment has arrived when we come back from the break i'm going to be taking your calls your operator your smooth operator is standing by and I and I really want you to get on the air with Marilyn Hughes. She is uh, one cool individual. We'll be right back. Everybody. She's walking to her car. We'll take her space. Hey, uh, ma'am, are you walking to your car? Are you leaving? No? Bottom of the third. Mister? 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 Oh, sorry, ma'am. Bottom of the fifth. Be nice to see the new stadium from the inside eventually. Top of the seventh. Hey, drive away, people. There's a Sasquatch outside. Right out there. Guy was skeptical, too. Believe me. Top of the eight. Hey, drive away. It'll be great. Trust me. Driving's fun. You know, it's a challenge. The curves and... Top of the ninth. (laughs) This is just wrong. This is so much harder than... It shouldn't be this hard. You don't want to spend the whole game looking for a parking space. If you don't have a reserved space, don't drive to Nationals Park. Come the Hassle Freeway. Ride Metro or park free at RFK and ride to the game on the Nats Express, a free round-trip shuttle. That's Metro or the Nats Express from RFK. 
Go to nationals.com slash way to go. Bottom of the ninth inning. Next time, bring one of those monster trucks and just park on top of somebody's car. That's one for the books. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Ew, yuck, they're unhealthy and gross. Bugs, I hate bugs. We keep a clean home, but occasionally bugs show up. Well, I found something that is tougher than bugs, Orange Guard. From contact, it kills bugs. Plus, Orange Guard kills hidden bugs and keeps new bugs away for weeks. I know, I use Orange Guard. Plus, all of the ingredients of Orange Guard are on the FDA generally regarded as safe list. Orange Guard may be used around food, humans, and pets. It promotes a healthier planet, and here's a bonus. Orange Guard cleans where it's sprayed. Plus, it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Orange Guard. You can get Orange Guard at Ace Hardware. And listen, folks, Orange Guard is tougher than bugs, and it's safe to use. Go to OrangeGuard.com. That's OrangeGuard.com. It rests on 13 acres of earth over the very center of hell. The last house on the left. Here is the first motion picture to offer to the daring a look into the final maddening space between life and death. The last house on the left. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Sights and sounds far beyond anything you've tested. The Last House on the Left. Offered by Sean Cunningham Films Limited in color. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Take as much as you can. Very here. Yeah, it, this is a lot of fun tonight. Thank you. You have really brought the fun back to uh, to what we do here in the middle of the night. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, it's been great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, here's a question. Now, I don't normally do this, but through email, but here's a question. This is too good to pass up. Uh, so it's just the subject line. Well, let me grab this call. I don't want to miss... Uh, 
a call here. Okay, All just right. call her. Stand by. We, we will uh, get to you. Just stand by there. So Sonia says, I have been having astral traveling unbidden. I love that she uses that word, unbidden, <laughs> for years on and off. I once fell asleep with my boyfriend on the floor listening to music. We were holding hands. Now, this is where it gets good. When I began to leave my body, he jerked awake and said it felt like I was pulling him out of his body. Has your guest heard of similar tandem-type experiences? Thank you, Sonia. Thank you very much for the question, Sonia. Uh, Marilyn, you ever heard of that? Oh, absolutely. Yes, she could absolutely be helping him pull out. And in fact, um, we have uh, members who, uh, you know, and I've done this with members of our foundation where we will set intentions and travel together. Um, and so we'll, we'll have higher experiences with one another. And sometimes one person remembers the whole thing, sometimes both, you know, so it's, um, uh, an interesting adventure. Yes, you can, you can sometimes travel with other people. Oh. Usually, usually it requires some kind of focus on it, but not always. Sometimes it just happens like that, you know, spontaneously, like she's talking about. Wow. Yeah. You know, some of me and my friends, what we would do is uh, we would play this little game that I came up with just being creative about it. Play this little game where um, when we're consciously awake, like on the phone or when we're hanging out or something, give each other a three digit number. And then uh-huh. you go out into, you know, out of your body and you do what you do out there. And then when we come back, we try to uh, exchange the three digit number or, you know, I'll remember a three digit number. Tell my friend while we're out of our body. And then when we come back, I'll ask him, so what was the three digit number? And when they can tell you what that was, oh, it was 714, I remember. And it's just a, oh, my God, that really is it. And it's it's really it's sort of a little uh, little shred of proof to prove to each other, yes, it did happen yeah. to have the three-digit number when you come back from that. So it's just a little game that I like to play with it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we'll keep it moving here. Uh, let me see. I don't know where to go to first. We'll go to the phone. On the phone, you're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Heather. It's Mike from Montana. Well, good evening. We're so happy to have you. Your phone sounds so good, too. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Mike. Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Um uh, I wanted to ask a question kind of following up what you all were just talking about. If you have out-of-body experiences with other people and say, you know, you've you've been doing this for a while as friends, if that other person passes away, um, do you still have these experiences with that person or does it end with them? Well, it'll, it'll change for sure. I mean, um, it all depends on their particular after death journey. And so, you know, people go through different stages in the after death journey. There will be periods where they won't be able to do that, but I'm sure they'll try to keep it up when they're allowed to. So there are, there are parts of the after death, uh, periods when they have to cut off communication. And so those times you might feel some silence. Um, and that's not intentional on their part. That's just because of whatever it is that they need to do requires that silence for them. 
Uh, so there will be changes in it, but um, hopefully you'll still get to see each other, you know, um, but it'll be different. It'll be a little different. Well, thank you for taking my call. That's good such evening. a sure. good question, Mike. It yes. really is a good question. So when you're trying to communicate with a loved one who has passed and you can't make a connection, you can't hear them, uh, it doesn't mean that they have forsaken you. No, not at all. You know, uh, we go through different periods and there are actually, I've actually had souls from the other side have talked to me about how there are periods where they have to literally um, drop the wall is, is kind of the way they put it um, because it's too much of a distraction for them. Um, and it keeps them from moving forward into what they have to do next. Um, and so there are periods where they will actually just be required to look forward. And it literally, it's like a wall is put in place. And then that will, that will change at different points. And so you'll see that, um, the contact will change. Like a lot of people will have contact shortly after someone dies. And then there might be three to six months where maybe nothing. And then they might have contact for three to six months. And then maybe um, there might come a period there where there might be a couple of years of silence. And then at a five or a ten-year point, they might all of a sudden start hearing from them again. And, and you'll see, so you'll see that there will be these intervals. And those times when they're quiet, it's because they're going through some type of afterlife learning process that requires them to cut out the physical world or it would be too much of a distraction for what they have to do and learn to go forward from where they are. And so it's it's real helpful to understand that because you can feel really – I've been there because I totally understand – I, you know, it's really hard to um, not be like, hey, where'd you go? You know, <laughs> you yeah, know, and so yeah. it's good to understand, you know, that it's actually, um, you know, it's actually just part of the mechanisms that they have to operate with in order to stay focused on what they have to do wow. in order to continue with where they're going. Sure, because a person can start to feel like, well, maybe I'm just no good at this, or maybe uh, communication with the other side isn't real, or or all of these thoughts start to come in. Um, and so I, I, I can't help but ask you this. Uh, we've got a call standing by on North American Skype, and please indulge me for a moment, caller. Sure. Uh, but uh, how do you know that? was? Is it those on the other side that explained this to you, or...? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I deal a lot with um, the afterlife journeys of souls. Uh-huh. And so I, what a lot of the work that I do in the out-of-body travel state has to do with not just uh, helping souls as they immediately cross over, but working with them as, you know, it can be sometimes, you know, two or three years after they're crossing over. So I've gone through these processes and, and I've had it explained to me by the souls and by the, um, the guardians who are explaining the different processes of what they're going through and why. 
And, um, and so, yeah, that's exactly what, what happened. Incredible. Uh, are we meant to communicate with them or are we violating something, some law by trying to talk to them? Well, it's, um, you know, when, when it's allowed, when, when God allows it, it's because it is beneficial. It's when we try to, and you know, part of the reason that wall comes down sometimes is because if we, if we try to pull somebody back into the physical realm when they are no longer of this world, then it becomes detrimental to their forward motion, you know, because they are now of another world. I remember uh, a beautiful experience I had with a friend of mine who died in a car accident like, gosh, that would be a lot. I'm old now. My goodness. Well, it's you like 30... sure don't sound like it. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been like 30 35 years ago or something, I don't know. It's been that long since this person passed. And I remembered, um, this was like maybe 10 or 20 years ago, I had an experience with with him. And he, you know, and I was like, well, I just want to, I just want us to, you know, be together. And we were just friends. It wasn't like a romantic thing. It was, we were just good friends. We grew up together. and, Mm -hmm. And he said, but. I live in this world and you live in that world. We are no longer of the same world. That's not possible right now. And it was, um, it was, you know, you know how we say knowledge is vibration. It was, it, that knowledge hit me with a vibration where I, I just got it. I was like, oh, you know, it was, we are, we, we couldn't, he could not reside in my world and I could not reside in his world. And I had to let him go. You know, I had to let him go forward and do his thing. And, um, and that was hard to do because, you know, kind of like our caller, he kind of ironically, you know, after his death came, you know, he traveled a lot with me, became my, my buddy in the astral state. He showed me a lot of things, taught me a lot of things, but there did come a time when he um had to go and mm. um and I think I know why but I uh keep that to myself now because I think oh. I understand why because it's it's a kind of an interesting little mystery that uh unraveled years later but um uh it it's it is important that we understand that it's it is this uh imp- it's this recognition of allowing each other the room to continue with the progress that we each have to individually make in our successive worlds, you know? Yeah, that makes some sense. That does. And to always keep in mind that, uh, that there will come a time when we will see them again. We will see Absolutely. them again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Great answer. Um, on North American Skype, you're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Heather. I hope, I desperately hope you can help me out. Well, we will try. I I hit a a nadir of despair today. Oh, Um, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened? You know, I'm confined to a nursing home in Sublimity, Oregon. That's right, yeah. Well, they've drawn blood twice now, 
and put me apparently in quarantine in isolation and didn't bother to tell me why because they had questions about whether I'd contracted the uh, virus or not. So two blood draws later, and uh, they were going, well, your screens came out negative for some of what you tested, but we need the blood draw for another uh, round of tests. And, oh, by the way, the lab at the hospital lost your nasal swab so we have to swab you again oh joy i had the most excruciating bout of pain that i experienced in month that thing went up my nose and it it sent a bolt of pain into my right eye socket halfway into my skull it was it was not good and i lost it i snapped at the lab tech that Aww. the nurses I was at the point of saying screw it kill me now I want to oh, terminate no we, I, we need you Marcus I need you I need you out there we, you can't you not yet not yet you I mean I don't want to force you to do anything you don't want to <laughs> do but we I mean I need you I am glad that is the one thing that keeps me alive is the fact that you and <clears throat> my dear people want me around and can actually make use of me. You are <laughs> a part of our nighttime family, Marcus. And and look, I mean, gosh, if there's anything I understand, it's despair. Uh, you know, but, but I, I would like, for Marilyn to respond because she may be she's so eloquent she may be able to um, help you maybe better than I can. Uh, Marilyn, what do we do in these kind of times of uh, of despair when we don't really see any hope? We just see more and more grief. Uh, we're not having a very good day. We don't think today is or tomorrow's going to be any better. And we we just say, you know what? I, I'm just done with this. I'd just rather die uh, when you're that low down what what do we do what can you possibly do you know marcus i i've been there and um it's a hard road you know um but heather heather is absolutely right you know um one of the things that is so hard to see is how valuable we are when we are suffering um, and your suffering is so valuable. You know, Mother Teresa used to say to the people who were suffering the most that God must really, really trust them to be giving them so much suffering. And, um, you know, um, I had um, I had a heart condition. I had heart failure and cardiomyopathy for like 15 years and I was in and out of being bedridden and and I understand how how difficult it can be because you really do feel a lot of you go in and out of despair a lot oh yeah gosh I went through a thing recently I couldn't walk for three months and I didn't feel I could not have felt more useless but you know what happens Marcus is that um during those times is when the spirit of God moves in us. 
and you are, you know, you're becoming this vessel and the spirit of God moves in you right now. And by being still, you know, you have become, you've literally become like a phone line from heaven. You know, you, you hear about, uh, you remember the line where it says, be still and know that I am God. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what, that's what we do when we are so sick that we can't get out of bed. We, we have so much pain that we, you know, we can't, uh, we can't really relieve it. We can maybe help it a little, but not really relieve it. Um, there's also that uncertainty he must be feeling right now because they lost his swab. So they had to take yes. another one and they're telling him he's testing negative, but they keep testing him. So he's thinking, well, why am I in quarantine? Why do you keep testing me if I'm negative? Do I have it or not? And if I have right. it, am I going to make it? I mean, I'm going through that right now. Is this virus going to take a quick turn and I won't be able to get up tomorrow? I mean, that is such a to be in that place and so many people are in that place right now and here our friend Marcus I mean Marcus is Marilyn he is one of the Marcus. coolest he is a he's like a gentle giant he's very he's a thinker he all oh, he's really thinking about the topics that we talk about night after night after night he's generous and kind he's got this huge heart he's got this I can soul feel that can his, feel that. Yeah, his soul shines like a great big star in the night, you know. And and to hear that in his voice, I've never heard him sound like that ever. He's usually just full of light and it it pains me to hear him sounding like that and to be in quarantine, you know, he feels probably separate from people. Um and so, you know, I, I would think to out-of-body travel or to try to out-of-body travel, that takes you out of the bed. This is a great time bed. for that. This yeah. is a great time for that. You know, I don't, I don't know um, what Marcus's personal faith would be, but um, I can, you know, I can speak from my own. Mm -hmm. And um, when, I was, when I was in that position, I always had a crucifix within view. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason for that is, and you know, it's really good for what we're talking about because this is a spiritual revolution. Mm -hmm. And what happened on the crucifix? Christ was dying. He was suffering. And what did he do? It was a spiritual revolution. His, the death, the suffering was a spiritual revolution. We forget that when we are going through the toughest of times, that is when transformation is happening. Yes. Yes, it is. And You're absolutely yes, right. It's okay that we don't know. You know, I mean, uh, it's okay that we don't know. And it's it's difficult not to know, but it's okay that we don't know. You know, the the um, it's scary that we don't know. It's annoying that we don't know. Mm -hmm. It sucks that we don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Uh, definitely frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um. And, you know, a lot of people are stir crazy for sure. Yeah. And um, he's in a nursing home and that makes it harder because there's, you know, he's feeling like, well, what, 
what after this, you know, after this mess, what, you know, what could I possibly do? You know, and that's the beautiful thing about out of body travel is no matter where you are. And especially if you can't walk or you can't get up, you can always get out of your body. I'm sorry. You were addressing him. What were you about to, you can go ahead. I wanted to tell Marcus, I hope he's still listening. I want to tell him about this beautiful experience I had years ago. Yes. I was taken to, um, a nursing home to take six souls to the immortal realms. They were all crossing over. And it's one, it's still one of the most beautiful things that I remember. One of the things that we do forget, and I, and I do want to talk about this just a little bit is that even in, you know, we forget that there is purpose in every aspect of our life. And even in this, trial and tribulation that he's undergoing right now there is a purpose i don't want marcus to die now he should not feel like he has to um there is nothing wrong with him just being still and knowing that god is god and just watching this experience happen processing as it as it goes on around him and to him and through him you know, this experience that I had years ago it was so beautiful because I was being taken to these six souls and they were, uh, there were, I think there were two or three women and, you know, several, uh, two or three men. And these were, it's very rare that you get to take somebody who's going directly into an immortal realm. You know, usually you're taking them to various levels where they're going to undergo some purgation and stuff. Mm. But these souls were leaving their bodies and I was taking them into a beautiful higher immortal realm. And they were all so happy. And a great portion of their, their purgation had been undergone while they were in this process in the nursing home that they had been in. And ironically, they had gone through this together. Um, and honestly, I don't know how much they, you know, how much they were aware of each other while they were in the nursing home, but they went on this journey to the immortal realm together. And it was so cute because after I was able to remove them from their bodies, they all came out and they, they became youthful again. And we created a car that was kind of like, you know, early fifties kind of car Mm -hmm. to take them up into the heavens. (laughs) And we were, you know, just giving them a few little memories to, you know, go back to the old diners of the fifties. And, um, but we were going to, uh, one of the higher spheres. It's one of the higher spheres, very rare. And, um, the joy that they had, they were just laughing and so, bright and the light and the the smiles and this all came you know from the fruits of their lives and the fruits of the time that they allowed themselves to have um in contemplation during the later years that they had you know these these times are also useful it is not uh, our society has made people feel 
that, I mean, cause look at, look at what you just shared, you know, that you couldn't walk for three months and you felt useless. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But yet, you know, I yeah. mean, just think about that. You're a young woman and here you are feeling useless because you, you, you had an injury and needed three months to recuperate, you know? Yeah. And I relate so much to what Marcus is saying because in my case, I wasn't supposed to recover. I was very lucky. I had a miraculous recovery after 15 years and, um, and I was bedridden a good part of that. And you do, you feel like, gosh, I'm such a burden to people. It's, it's, you know, and, but there was such a beauty about this time. And Marcus, I just encourage you to look at this time as a time of quiet stillness in knowing God. And you can absolutely, uh, you know, pursue out-of-body travel, download Come to Wisdom's Door and the Mysteries of the Redemption at outofbodytravel.org. Start there if you are, yes, do that, you know, because you can start that journey and um, that's something you can do while you're in bed, while you're working through this. And the, the, the thing is, whatever God has in store, it will be the best path. For you, and you know, we in our in our own physical thinking. That's why that's why it says in the scriptures that you know um, God doesn't think like men think, and so we we place that that title of things are bad or good. And the thing to remember is, if if we are to cross over, it will be beautiful. If we are to stay, it might be difficult. But there will be a transformation and we'll come through it and there will be beauty in it. Well, that's a whole lot to keep in mind. And one thing that I can do, we got to, I'm very late for a break, but you know, all this needed to be said and what am I going to do? You know, gosh, I can't stop somebody in the middle of something like that, but we're a little off schedule here. But what one thing that I can do is I can play a song for Mark. It's pretty cloudy. Come on, that'll pass. Really? I don't know. Yeah, That's just, just swing. I'm holding swing. a swing. <sighs> Bob? Whoa. Looks like someone could have used Yahoo OneSearch on his mobile phone. Try Yahoo OneSearch and get news, sports, even weather. Get better results. Text weather and your zip code to 92466. Be a better golfer. Yahoo! Standard carrier text messaging rates apply. Ew, yuck, they're unhealthy and gross. Bugs, I hate bugs. We keep a clean home, but occasionally bugs show up. Well, I found something that is tougher than bugs. Orange Guard. From contact, it kills bugs. Plus, Orange Guard kills hidden bugs and keeps new bugs away for weeks. I know, I use Orange Guard. Plus, all of the ingredients of Orange Guard are on the FDA generally regarded as safe list. Orange Guard may be used around food, humans, and pets. It promotes a healthier planet, and here's a bonus. Orange Guard cleans where it's sprayed. Plus, it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Orange Guard. You can get Orange Guard at Ace Hardware. And listen, folks, Orange Guard is tougher than bugs, and it's safe to use. Go to OrangeGuard.com. That's OrangeGuard. 
Com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines and spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. If your furnace broke down, would you call an expert rapper? Woo! Your furnace broke down, now everybody chillin' from your head up to your toes, you got no feeling. Yeah, no. You'd call the real furnace experts. Service experts. You'll get a written 100% satisfaction guarantee. And right now, get a free service call with any repair. Call Service Experts Heating and Air Conditioning at 866-EXPERTS. That's 866-EXPERTS. Or visit serviceexperts.com. Visit serviceexperts.com for license information. Hi, I'm Heather Wade, and I was just sent a package of Super Strength Life Change Tea, and I wondered, what in the world is this stuff, really? So, it says that it's tea, but I'm looking at the ingredients, and I see a whole bunch of herbs and green tea and that hard-to-find white tea. Now, this stuff is packed with all kinds of good stuff to get your digestive tract rocking and rolling. It helps maintain our general good health. It cleanses your body from intruders and helps maintain a healthy colon and digestion. It even helps maintain an ideal body weight. And, you know, in our environment these days, we are being bombarded by all kinds of unnatural uh, chemicals and additives and all of these sorts of things, and we need a defense. I believe Life Change Tea is it. So what are you waiting for? Go to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com and order today. And if you will, please tell them that Heather from the Kingdom of Nye sent you and put your body back in balance. That's GetTheTea.com.
today into tomorrow. This is the Kingdom of Nye with Heather Wade. To call the show, dial 1-775-298-5600. That's 1-775-298-5600. First-time callers are always welcome at 1-775-293-4500. That's 1-775-293-4500. Well... I was hoping that Marcus would stay on the line, but um, but he hung up there, so I hope, I sure hope with all I've got, well, I'm pretty sure, but I really hope with all I've got that he is still listening to the show, because I mentioned to him that he is part of our nighttime family, and now I can prove it. I can prove it to you, Marcus. That you absolutely are a part of this uh, weird family that we have out here in the night. Because I have now a message from Royal in Connecticut just for Marcus way over there in Sublimity, Oregon. Now, Royal in Connecticut says this. He says, Heather, please relay this message to Marcus for me. Please let him know that his personality and his voice is something that gives me comfort. And it's with a capital C, comfort with a capital C. Every night when he calls in, assure him that we need him to be here with us because he is a wonderful human being. And, uh, you know, something that I didn't have a time to say, but it's all right. It's not a problem. I wanted to say to Marcus, look, I need you to call tomorrow night and I need you to call the next night and the night after that, and the night after that, I, I'm not sure it would be the same show if we weren't taking your call, Marcus. Uh, you know, we've lost listeners before. We lost, uh, Spontane, who has, you know, the greatest name ever, right? Spontane. Uh, we lost her suddenly also. Uh, we've lost a few. We've lost guests, uh, that are not just guests. They're my friends, Jim Mars. Brad Steiger, uh, so many, Brad Shaw, uh, you know, so many I'm, I'm losing count and it's like just pain on top of pain on top of pain. And maybe they have their journeys that they're supposed to go on. Uh, perhaps they've offered to this world what they could. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd mention Art Bell as well. It's just, it's so painful. And I, and I don't want to cry again. <laughs> um, but we have lost so many people. And so in my mind, it makes the souls that are still with us that much more important. And, and I beg you to stay with us. I've had these thoughts. I've been in despair. Oh, dark as night, blacker than black despair. And I can't sit here and tell you that it's completely over with either. Uh, but the passion for what I do and the love for all of you out there gets me up out of bed. Uh, it's something as simple as my little baby kitten, Gracie, gets me up out of bed. Um, to know that you are all counting on me to show up gets me up and, uh, and ready to come on and do all of this. And so, look, uh, Royal in Connecticut needs to hear you, Marcus. I need to hear you. Uh, your intelligence, your articulation of the things that we talk about at night. I, I take this very seriously when there's a soul in trouble out there. We have to address it. Um, and, and welcome back, Marilyn. Um, I really appreciate you telling that story. And, um, 
and making it uh, a little clearer to us why these difficult journeys take place at all. Um, you want to, um, you ready to take another call? You willing to jump into another call? Sure, yeah, and I just just want to say to Marcus, I was praying for him over the break too, and just really strongly on my heart and mind. You know, Marcus, just just sit there and hold the light. That's all you got to do. Just sit there and hold the light. Mm. Yeah, it's it, in difficult times. Simple advice I find is so easy. It's easier to hang on to that simple advice. Um, and there are uh, so many people listening to the sound of your voice tonight, Marilyn, uh, with questions, with comments, with um, things they want to add to the conversation. Uh, there's a caller on the line. I wanna, I'm going to okay. grab that call. But there was a comment down here that I thought, Marilyn, you would get a kick out of this in the, my looking glass from Linda in Ontario, who okay. says, uh, she says, OBE and astral travel are the ultimate freedom. So terrifying and yet so exhilarating. Once you do it, it's like your appreciation for existence has changed forever. I thought that wow, was... Wow, well said. Yeah, well said. isn't it, though? I mean, it's not a question, but it really doesn't need to be at that point. <laughs> it uh, really encapsulates what we're talking about. And there's more in here. This looking glass is just really going crazy tonight, but... We've already got a caller who's also been waiting for quite a while, and I, I, I always hate to keep people waiting. Um, on the phone, you're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Welcome to the show. Well, maybe they lost the notion. Am I turning on the right channel? Yes, I am. Uh, going once, caller. Going twice. I, I don't even hear an open line. There just there's just nothing. Uh, well, if you can hear me, caller, and I can't hear you, you're welcome to try and call back. Uh, I'll go ahead and take your calls. Um, so let me see here. It looks like we've got we've got Marcus calling us back here. So maybe yes. maybe he heard some of that. I sure hope, Marcus. Uh, I've got you back on the air here. Uh, did you, you did I'm you here. hear what we were saying? We were talking about uh, you. You know, were your ears burning? <laughs> well, I. I prematurely bailed out because I didn't want to tie up the line and monopolize more of your time because I know how very, very precious it is. Oh, and, well, I mean, there's tomorrow and the next day and there's lots of nights on the calendar, Marcus. It's all right. Well, Marcus, what made your it time is precious too. Uh, meaningful to me was um, I had suffered the loss apparently of a dear friend I had loved a lot who's uh, decided to cut off communication with me oh. which uh, doesn't help and I about astral travel I was Wiccan and uh, devoted to studying astral travel back in the 70s and I could never do it I tried and tried but I couldn't do it Oh, oh, well, on your first point, look, you may not realize this, Marcus, but people do this to me also. I, I've lost people that just cut off communication, especially after Art passed away. For some reason, a lot of people took that as an opportunity to just turn away. Uh, and it really hurts. It hurts pretty bad when people do yeah. that. But you know what? Yeah. You've got us. You've got me. I'm not turning my back on you. Bless your heart. Uh, that's you got a, me one too, of the Marcus. Things. 
That's right. Now you've got Marilyn Hughes. All you hers. got me, Marcus. I'm all about you. I'm not. You are not leaving my heart and my mind. <laughs> you see, you've got people. You've got people that aren't going to turn away from you in the night. And uh, what Marilyn said there, I didn't miss that. I, I keep my volume on my headset turned all the way max to 11. I caught that. She said, you know what, Marcus, your time is valuable, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Our time is very precious. You know, Marcus, how many times I'm like a broken record. How many times do I say that on the air? Time is our most precious resource. Every minute, every second, live it up to the hilt. Okay. But your second point, Marcus. Okay. This is perfect for you. Your work is cut out for you here, Marilyn. He can't get this done. He tries and he just can't get out of body. And so what do we do for folks that just can't seem to to do it, to accomplish this? Well, Marcus, let's take a challenge here. You go ahead and go to the site, outofbodytravel.org, download Come to Wisdom's Door and the Mysteries of the Redemption, and um, you get started there, and um, and we can work one-on-one. Pop me any questions wow. you have, and let's make it happen. You have a an email address, Marilyn? Is that how he Marilyn gets yes, Marilyn Hughes at outofbodytravel dot org. And if we need to we'll we'll get on the phone and we'll talk about what's what's uh what you got you know, blocking you or whatever's going on that you got questions about. We'll get it we'll get it done. And those books, that material that Marilyn's talking about, Marcus, that doesn't cost one red cent. It's free. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm not messing around. Here, I'm the real McCoy. Okay, this is we're not we're not just saying these things because it feels good to say these things. Look, I've been there. I've heard the empty platitudes. Okay, of people going, well, I'm sorry for your loss, and I'm sorry that you're going through this. And hey, if there's anything you need, you you just give me a call. By the way, I gotta go. Click bye. I've heard that. You know how many times yeah. I've heard that, Marcus? You know how many times these Hollywood promises come my way? Shoot, we just got over one of those, and you guys, unfortunately. Unfortunately, had to experience a little bit of it, and uh, and I didn't. You know, uh, it was hard. I felt the despair and the broken heart all over again. And I and I, you know, I just took a breath. And I know it's a bad habit, but I had a smoke, and I said, "Come on, get into that studio. There's people counting on me. Get on the air, one way or the other. It doesn't matter." And so I'm not just saying this to you because you know we're on the air and we're doing a show. Um, Thank you. Thank uh, you um, so much, both of you, and goddess, and God bless you both. Well, you're you're a soul in this world in the night, and and your soul matters, my friend. And we're going to. It certainly does. It certainly does, Marcus. And, you know, if you read her material, then that will help. And if it still doesn't help, Send her an email. Marilyn will get in touch with you, and we will guide you through this thing. Maybe that's why Marcus can't do it, because it needs to take him to you so that maybe you can help him. And maybe that's part of your journey, Marilyn, is to be able to help somebody like him. And then through that, you know, magic happens. That's right. That's right. We'll get her done. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> certainly will. So, uh, you know, I, I take that kind of thing very seriously. And uh, I appreciate you calling back, Marcus. And I hope that you heard all of that, everything that we said, what Royal in Connecticut said. Uh, you are 
certainly with us. Uh, now, maybe we've got our other caller back. We're a little low on time, but that's all right. We'll find a way here. On the first-time caller line, you're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Welcome to the show. Hello, this is Tom from Pennsylvania. Well, good evening, Tom. And- Pennsylvania, you're up late. <laughs> uh, yes, well, I'm married to Cat, the artist from Pennsylvania, so... <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Wait a minute, cat, who uh, yeah. who draws freak? Yes, that cat. Oh my gosh! Will you please tell her that I love her, and please tell her hello. I still have her pictures okay, on the wall in the studio. Still, I still wear my freak T-shirt. Well, do you have a question for Marilyn? We're so happy to have you on the first time caller line. Uh, yes, I'm. Um, uh, when I was in college, I was reading through the books with um, the projection of the astral body, Sylvan Muldoon, which uh-huh. I'm sure Marilyn is familiar with. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-huh. and I was trying some of the exercises from the book, and I had what seemed like an astral projection experience. It was about 5 in the morning, and I found myself at a shopping center that was about uh, two miles from uh, where it was physically, and I became uh, startled. I didn't understand what was going on at first, and I had an experience where I felt like I was trying to get back to my body that I couldn't move, mm-hmm. and uh, and then suddenly I I could move and I found myself asleep on the bed, and okay. I heard a sleep paralysis since then. So. Was I experiencing a a dream sequence or an astral projection? I'm not sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you were probably experiencing a, a little bit of an astral projection and that possibly you um, uh, got a little bit stuck because when you, when you first go out of body, you're, you uh, oftentimes you have to learn how to move differently because of the... Uh, different mechanisms in the spiritual body. You have to you have to change the way that you move. And so when you thought about it, you uh, were able to move back into your physical body. Um, I talk a lot about that in Come to Wisdom's Door, and so that should help you to get started on that whole thing, which helps you to understand what happened there, which is. When we uh, first have the experience, we try to walk as if we have physical legs. We try to see through physical eyes. Uh, Heather mentioned this earlier on about you know trying to breathe as if we have physical lungs. And everything is consciousness-related. It all comes from this 360 consciousness. And so movement is coming from th- thought as well as seeing and smelling and hearing. And, and so... There's some guidance on that in Come to Wisdom's Door that I think would help you with that. Okay. And a further question. Sure. About 10 years after that first experience, there was a point where I was concerned about a friend of mine. And I was saying a little prayer for her. She was across the room. And... Later, without me mentioning anything to her about that prayer, she said she told she saw me come out of my body and touch her, and and after that she felt okay. 
And I was wondering is, if that's some aspect of a um, astral projection. Wow. Yeah, I think that is. Um, and what she was probably sensing was that you, um, even though maybe you weren't aware of it, subconsciously you were responding to her crisis, her need. And so your soul was coming out to touch her, to give her something from your soul, to give her energy, to give her your concern, something that she needed. And that was happening unconsciously because what's, what's beautiful about the uh, human soul is that we do have these elements that just naturally occur, even without our awareness, in regards to our love and concern for others. And so I think that unconsciously you responded to her need. Yeah, you know, if there was anything I brought back from the near-death experience, it was that um, what matters in this life is the interaction between souls, animal yes. or human. That is what it's all about. And yes. having those reactions because, uh, or those interactions, I'm sorry, because that's what we take with us to the other side. And so it, it, every interaction that we have with another soul, try, and this is what I sort of understood while I was there, try to leave that soul uh, in a better place. Try to leave them with something positive, something loving, um, because then uh, in your own life review that comes back up. And, of course, it stays, whatever interaction you have stays with that other soul uh, for the rest of their journey. And that is truly what it's all about. When we encounter another soul like you and I for the first time tonight uh, and we have a good experience with it, I'm going to go away from this going, wow, gosh, why haven't I talked to her before? Yes. This is amazing. And, you know, I hope that you would also go away with a positive Absolutely. Um, experience from it. And there we've done what it's all about. And then uh, if, if, if folks can... God, I don't want to be like preachy or teachy or something. But if people can sort of take that with them in this waking reality, the tangible reality, and just know that that he was praying and his actual soul reached out to touch his friend uh, in need should demonstrate the truth of this, that what matters is the way our souls interact with each other. Um, and I yes. hope I made sense there with that. Absolutely. But, you know, what a note to end on with this tonight. I wish we had more time. There's so much to talk about. I just hope, Marilyn, that maybe this won't be the last time we have an opportunity to do this. I mean, I don't want to keep you up until sunup on the East Coast there, you know, too often. But I'd, I'd sure... love to come back on. I would love to come back on. This has been a total pleasure. Wow. Well, we will. There's so many topics that you talk about that we could just do an entire show about reincarnation, uh, the afterlife experience, the near-death experience, so many different things that you talk about. And I'm just absolutely tickled that your stuff, your material you've been telling people about on the show is free 
on your website, and there's so many titles here, Come to Wisdom's Door, How to Have an Out-of-Body Experience, Out-of-Body Experiences, What You Need to Know, that's one I want to get, um, <laughs> Out-of-Body Travel and Mysticism, now this one's kind of long, a primer on the basics of out-of-body experiences and energetic law in out-of-body travel and mysticism, if a person wants to get very deep into it. Uh, there's so <laughs> many of these, uh, The Hammer of Mysticism, and Encyclopedic Journey into Out-of-Body travel mystical processes and terms and it goes on and on and on and on here uh, i don't even have time to go through all of them in fact i'm a little late here uh, but all of that material is available for anybody who wants it over at out of body let me see here out of body travel.org which is such a perfect website name and uh, and and you are just a pleasure to speak with it's a learning experience and i hope we've raised the vibration of uh, the good people that tune in to us every night. Yeah, I hope so too. And, and, uh, yeah, that we, uh, can, uh, you know, hold the light and, uh, you know, uh, feel, feel the love with, uh, all of us in seclusion, but yet together, you know, during this pandemic. Right. And <laughs> one way we can be together is you can meet your friends out there in the ether. I've done it before. I know it's possible. And you can out of body travel and hey, nobody's going to transfer anything that way. You know, you can get around a lot <laughs> yeah. of earthly rules by, by doing this. So I would exactly. uh, just want to wish you a very good morning and, uh, and thank you for doing this. We always close out the show the same way. You've probably heard this song before. Uh, Crystal Gale's Midnight in the Desert is how we always close out. And uh, and I just want to thank you once again. We'll stay in touch, my new friend, and keep yes. up the good work out there, helping the souls of this planet. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be on. <laughs> good night. Wow. Marilyn Hughes. Amazing. You know, it is just amazing how things can work out sometimes. Well, I am way out of time. Please be good to each other out there. Good night. Catch you tomorrow night. Same place, same time. And we'll do it all over again, my friends. Good night. Midnight in the desert. And we're listening. Ooh, we're listening to you.
Have we lost our intuition? Are we running out of time? Midnight.